Welcome to From the Front Porch, a conversational podcast about books, small business, and life in the South. November, with uncanny witchery in its changed trees, with murky red sunsets flaming in smoky crimson behind the westering hills, with dear days when the austere woods were beautiful and gracious in a dignified serenity of folded hands and closed eyes, days full of a fine pale sunshine that sifted through the late leafless gold of the juniper trees and glimmered among the gray beeches lighting up evergreen banks of moss and washing the colonnades of the pines. L.M. Montgomery, The Blue Castle. I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. And this week, we're bringing you our From the Front Porch live recording with special guests Hunter McClendon and Annabelle Monahan. At the end of September, we hosted our fall 2023 reader retreat, and one of our retreat events is always a live From the Front Porch podcast recording. For our September recording, we brought back the draft format, which you may have heard in our previous rom-com episode, and we drafted our favorite things about fall with Ashley Sherlock as our moderator. And things got playfully pretty heated. I thought this episode would be a fun listen as we wrap up the autumn season. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Obviously, the sound quality is always a little different with these live episodes, but I hope you enjoy hearing our insights as well as the fun we have, so much fun, when listeners are in the room with us. If you like what you hear, you might want to consider joining us for our next live podcast event, which is tentatively set for March 2024. The event will be part of our spring reader retreat, but we'll be selling a few general admission tickets as well. Tickets aren't available yet. We are still very much in quarter four mode over here, but you can sign up for our store newsletter through our store website. That's bookshelfthomasville.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at bookshelfteville, and you'll be the first to know when general admission spots are available for our live recording. Lastly, before we get to the meat of the episode, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I wanted to say thank you. By listening to this podcast, you are supporting the work of our indie bookstore in Thomasville, Georgia. And that means the world, particularly during a year like this, which has been up and down, probably for a lot of us, financially speaking. Knowing there are listeners all over the world who choose to join our small corner of it for about 45 minutes, 50 minutes every Thursday is humbling. And I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening and thank you for supporting our store and shopping with us when you can. Happy Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll see you in the shop, online, or in store this weekend for Black Friday and Small Business Saturday. You can find out about all of the fun festivities and promotions that we have going on on Instagram at Bookshelf TV. Only Southern Gothic fiction can deliver, but he's a fan of all 
all sorts of books, especially literary fiction and memoir. When he's not reading, he spends his free time being a fried chicken connoisseur and crying over that one scene in my best friend's wedding where they're on the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle Monaghan is the author of Library Reads Pick, Same Time Next Summer, and Indie Next in Library Reads Pick, Nora Goes Off Script, as well as two young adult novels, and Does This Volvo Make My Butt Look Big? A selection of black and brown columns that appeared in the Huffington Post, The Week, and The Briar Record. She lives in Ryan York with her family. Yeah. Last but not least, your host, Andy Jones. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Andy Jones owns a bookshelf in an independent bookstore in downtown Thomasville, Georgia, where she and her husband, Jordan, have lived since 2013. A Tallahassee, Florida native, Andy began living for Kathleen Kelly Dream as a manager of the bookshop in Tallahassee, and in 2013, she overtook uh, operations of the flagship store in Thomasville. Annie was previously featured as one of Southern Living Magazine's 50 Innovators Changing the South, and she is forever grateful to run the bookshelf and host bookish conversations each week on Front the Front Porch. This is not at all important or related, but every time I hear flagship, I always think about Dido's white flag song. And so I always get a little bit melancholy. Anyway. <laughs> we haven't even done the main intro yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I didn't even write this down. So let me, here we go. Welcome to From the Front Porch, a conversational podcast about books, small business, and life in the South. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. Dido song. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It's too much. I think it's from the year I graduated high school, and it just came on the radio all the time. That's I think why. it's the right amount. I don't think it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that if, I think that if you had a broken heart, that's the song you'd listen yeah. to on yes. repeat oh, until yes. you got tired of yourself, and then you got over it. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> you were like, yeah. no more Dido. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, we're doing something a little different tonight. Um, we, are, we are, of course, going to talk about books, um, but... It's also, I mean, maybe this is wishful thinking, but it felt a little bit like fall this week in where we are. I don't know if it felt like fall where you are, uh, but it felt a little bit like fall here. Fall here really is no different from any other time of year, except I could swear the sky is bluer. And yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and there is less humidity. And so there was a breeze in the air this week, and I thought, fall. Fall is here. Uh, and so we are going to do a fantasy draft of our favorite fall things because if you listen to from the front porch we don't do a ton of like multi-guest format shows and so we brainstormed when we did an episode with eric thomas and carrie winfrey for our last read retreat very fun um, and caroline had the brilliant idea to do like a rom-com trope draft so tonight we have different fall things that we're going to draft together and we're going to compete and whoever has the best fall, like, smorgasbord of things, wins. <laughs> okay, so before we get started, I want to ask, I want to ask our lovely panel. Ashley, I'll include you in this. I don't right. know. Sure. I bet you're totally prepared for this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I want to know what your favorite season is and why. Annabelle, what's your favorite season? Fall is my favorite season. Okay. Because I like the fresh start. Mm-hmm. I don't really like to swim or wear a bathing suit. Okay. Um, I do like to be outside all summer, uh, but I feel like uh, so much leisure can rot your brain. <laughs> and I do like that fresh start feeling of fall where everything just is like crisp and everything is new. And it's like always a new school year in my okay. mind, even though I'm not in school. Okay, you and I are similar. Ashley's answer is going to be real fun. Summer. <laughs> I do like swimming and wearing bathing suits. I don't, okay. I don't care. You can have your fresh start. I'm, I'm sticking with summer. It's, it's, listen, it's hot and sticky. There's, there's frogs, which I hate frogs. But there's sun. The books are good. The books are good. And it gets a bad rap. It does, oh, it give me the underdog. I'm going to say, who likes summer? You're not the only one. Look at look at Hunter's face. Oh, I'm like I want to. I'm like an equal opportunity season. You of know, course. Like, you know, like, I, like, 
But it's so funny. I used to, it's so funny. I used to love winter because I thought I looked really cute in a sweater. Um, but now I'm not gonna. But now I like. I'm but now I look cute. You're right. Like, it's like now it's like it's so funny. Now I like. I'm like I'm like oh summer. I look cute in a swimsuit, and I'm very vain, and so like it all comes back to me and like what I look cute in. Um, and so like it, like if you think I look cute, if you tell me like oh you look so cute in spring colors, I'm like spring's my favorite. <laughs> Season that you look good. Yes. Yeah. It's your yeah. favorite. Yes. Or like, or as like, or on like Shit's Creek when um when Moira they're like, oh, what's your favorite season? And she goes, awards. <laughs> I do love awards. Season. Uh, my favorite season is fall. Has always been fall. I think it was imprinted upon me as a teenager because of you've got mail and all that stuff. I just think I love fall, even though I've never fully experienced like a real fall autumnal uh, season. Uh, but I will also say, when you work retail, fall is different. <laughs> fall and the holiday seasons just become a different thing than they were when you were, you know, carefree and young. Yes. Uh, and so, and so I still love fall. But it is a different kind of love. But I love exactly what you said. I like fresh starts, um, new beginnings, school supplies. New sneakers. Yeah. Maybe a pair of jeans. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here is, here is what I want to know. Do you have movies or shows you have to watch this time of year? Or books? Like, are you a seasonal reader, watcher? Like, what are some things you associate with this season that you're like, I have to watch this or I have to read this? The books do have to be a lot longer for me. I, do, I love something more sprawling. I love, I love anything. Like, if it's 500 plus pages, if it's sad, I love, which I love sad year round, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I definitely think um, like something like the Secret History esque vibe. I really just enjoy. I, I, I like it to be reflected because, like you said, we live in the South, and so it's like summer like for like ten months of the year. Right. And so I like to be like, oh wow, leaves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get to see them, but we can imagine them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what are some like? Do you are you a big movie person? Are you a movie person? You know, I grew up going to the movies all the time. I grew up in Los Angeles, and in Los Angeles, you have to see every movie, or you don't have anything to talk to anybody about. So, I mean, I was like 10 years old seeing every movie that was in the newspaper just to go. Um, so I would go to the movies. I don't go to the movies as much anymore, oh, but so I know it's so it fun, is. and I'm such a popcorn guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we I, talked about that today. I mean, it's almost the whole point is the popcorn. Yeah. Um, but I, so now I watch movies more at home, um, but I do like something a little scarier mm -hmm. in the fall. Yes. Um, I like to have a fire going while I'm watching the wow. scary movie. Look at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm geographically like, a diverse person <laughs> yeah. in the fall, but yes, I like something a little creepier. We do, we do scary movies in October, so tomorrow, like we're kicking it off. Um, but like, we love Halloween, we love, um, I'm trying to think of some other kind of creepy. Oh no, not that scary. <gasps> oh no, 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 I just don't want to be misquoted here. Wait. I will not watch a horror movie. No, I mean, I want suspense. Okay, like But what? don't pop out at me with a blood mask. Okay. Don't do it. Okay, what about What Lies Beneath? <gasps> yes. Well, that creepy. Yeah, with yeah, Harrison Ford yeah, and Michelle okay. Pfeiffer. That's okay. Ooh, yeah. that's anything with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. She yeah. looks good in all the seasons. Yeah. She does. She, does. she, does. she has. She has that. She has that upper lip for all seasons. She has that upper lip, kind of like what's her name, the Broadway woman who, uh, the Patty Lapone. They have the oh, similar yes, upper lip. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes. Look how you're doing it. Jennifer oh, it's it's, I'm sorry. It's the face. It's it's mom. It's mom. Wait. Oh my god. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mom and Anna are in the room. I'm sorry. This is so weird. This, this is not the gonna, weirdest thing that ever happened. It's not gonna play well on the, on the audio version of this podcast. But growing up, our mothers made this face, and we can't do we it. Can't but do you it. can. Is it <laughs> I know what it is. Their mouths turn into a V. Do it. And do, it. Do, it. do it. Do it. Do it, Mom. You have to do it. This is why we have a connection. Oh my gosh, that's new. Whoa, that's I'm so sorry. sorry. That's new. Oh. That was not scripted. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, we 
we like to watch scary movies. Um, we also have fall movies. So I mentioned You've Got Mail, When Harry Met Sally. We watched St. Elmo's Fire the other day. Like anything that was like a little campusy. I mean, it's the same reason I love those books in the fall. Um, but I also want, it's my annual Gilmore Girls rewatch. Like I, I just want to see what I'm not gonna experience when I walk out my front door. Uh, so that is kind of what I enjoy reading and watching this time of year. Um, okay. One, we're gonna do real quick. I'm just curious. I saw this and I was like, "Is this a debate? Team Apple or Team Pumpkin? Sense, taste, whatever." Oh, I'm pumpkin. Okay, pumpkin. I don't really like the scent of things, but I'm gonna say apple. I would prefer an apple pie with a crumble on it. But if I had to make the pie, I want to make a pumpkin pie because that's easy to make. <laughs> I always volunteer. I'll bring all the pumpkin pies. <laughs> Whatever you need. Yes. I was going to say, have you guys seen, like, I don't know if it's like, like some type of other gourd that apparently people use instead of pumpkins. That's... I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's some other gourd that apparently it's like better than pumpkin for pumpkin pie, but I don't oh. know. I like, I was watching YouTube the other day and was very fascinated by this and I I don't have full context, so it's not helpful to anyone. <laughs> but I was like, ah, yes, I was like, we of should look this up. Butternut squash? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not familiar with gourds. So gourds are like, they're not a pumpkin, but they look fancy, like they're green with yellow. Are those not pumpkins? No, they're gourds. they're gourds. And maybe they look like this. Thing. <laughs> it's a long pumpkin. It's a cousin. This is yes. exactly what the people paid for, I think. <laughs> it's a cousin. You're a gourd. Oh, oh you're gourds. <laughs> okay, that's, well, that's adorable. Best words. Uh, okay. All right. So, Ashley, can you run down the list of our fall things that we are fantasy drafting? So these are the things that we are picking for our, like, favorite... We're trying to make our perfect fall. Okay. All right. Reading down the list? Yep. Okay. We are fantasy draft drafting. Bouquets of newly sharpened pencils, parentheses, new school supplies. Sports. Nora Ephron movies. Fall scents and smells, parentheses, pumpkin spice candles, comma, campfire. <laughs> Cooking, parentheses, pie, comma, soup. <laughs> Fall colors and leaves changing. Thanksgiving, Halloween, flannel, sweaters, fall reading, parentheses, cozy campus novels, comma, big tomes, outdoorsy things, parentheses, hiking, comma, hay riding. Okay, there's 12 items. There's three of us. Ashley's keeping track. We each get to draft four. This is how you pick in bananagrams, I think. Who's the who's, you know, who's the next person's birthday? Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, you don't need to get strapped last I'm time. January. It's her. February. <laughs> this oh. really got tense. Really, you get to fight with an Aquarius. <laughs> really tight. Okay. All right, Annie. You need to draft first. Thank you. All right, I'm going to pick the best and most obvious one which is the fall colors and the leaves. Okay. When fall comes in New York, I frequently almost get into a car accident <laughs> because I'm looking at the way the trees look like they're just dipped in orange, just the tips, and then they, and then I live in the forest, um, and my house is primarily made of glass. It's a lot of glass. So there's always a day in the fall, like mid-October, where I wake up and I think my house is on fire. <laughs> and I look out the window. And it's really, I mean, it is, it's probably the, that's the best thing of my whole life. Is when oh. So that's all I have to say about that. Well, that was a pretty good first pick. Yeah. <laughs> that was Mic dropped. <laughs> say last year Ashley and I got to go to the Boston North Shore area um, in October October peak leaf season oh. and we ne we never first time leaf peeping yeah it's nuts you, I, it's nuts I walked around with an emotional support leaf and like I didn't know it like it was just walking around and people took my picture it was just me with a leaf because I was like but guys we don't have these where I'm from it was, yeah. it was so delightful it's also a hellscape up there right now so don't don't feel too bad okay. about being down here because right. this is pretty good all right if you say so all right <laughs> all right um okay I'm gonna go next sorry my it's okay. sorry it's next uh I'm gonna pick bouquets of newly sharpened pencils. Oh yeah. Shocker. Yeah. 
I still wish I was in school. Um, and I don't know that I really want that. Somebody asked me the other day, what would you go back to school? Somebody on Patreon was like, what would you do if you went back to school? And I was like, I think I'd do seminary. I think, I think, I think Jordan's parents would flip if I wore a collar to Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but that's an aside. Maybe I'll edit that out. Anyway, um, so, so I would love to go back to school, but I don't know if I would really like to do that because a fun fact, I quit grad school at FSU after one semester because I was like, this is not it. This is not for me. Um, and so I literally, my final paper of grad school was why I'm quitting grad school. <laughs> Years ago, the professor contacted me and he was like, hey, can I share this in class? And I was like, sure you can. <laughs> Maybe it will inspire someone else to buy a bookstore. Um, so, but I still love like the new school supply feeling. The I literally have a bouquet of sharpened pencils on my mantle right now. Like, I just like the fresh starts. I think this is a, my mom. Like, we love a new planner. We love, we love to put out a new calendar, flip the calendar page. So all the new school supply feelings, because I still just, I wish I was in school. Maybe you just want to go to Staples. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can really, it's cheaper. Okay, going back to here's school. my pitch. I think Staples is depressing. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's a little depressing. Store. What you need is a bookshelf, but with school supplies. Like, you need, like, a cutesy stationery. Like, that's what oh. you need. Yeah. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to be like, you need a Dunder Mifflin. Like, you know, like, like, still depressing. <laughs> it is still depressing, yeah. No matter yeah. what, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. family-owned and operated Dunder Mifflin. Here we go. <laughs> All right, that's mine. Uh, okay, mine is going to be, my first pick is False Scents and Smells. Okay. And I'm choosing that because you cannot have uh, fall without all the senses. And if you took away, sorry to anyone who's like noseless, I don't know your job, you know, your Keela. lines. Keela, Keela can't smell anything. Okay, well, Keela, you know, the one person in the room, like, we're like, she, does, yeah. she does have a nose, but she can't smell anything. <laughs> this, that's the reason why she can't celebrate fall. She's like, it's over. But I feel like, but I feel like it's only whenever you're like, ooh, smells like fall. Like, like, you're like, right. Like, it's like, that's the thing, right? Like, you, you smell the candles. If you are not going to, like, what is it called now? White Barn? If you're not going to White Barn and, like, huffing. <laughs> Isn't it White Barn? I don't know what White Barn is. It used, yeah, it used to be. It used to be, you know, just part of Bed, uh, Bath and Body Works, but now it's White Barn. If you're not huffing those candles, like, you know, what's her name in um, in Citizen Ruth, you know, with the paint can, then you're not living life. Like that's like, and, 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 and I think you know, most everyone here, you know, it's like that joke about like, um, I don't know if you guys ever remember that. There's that woman who she got really angry because she was looking for seasonal candles, and the and Bath, Bed, uh, Bath and Body Works didn't have them, and so she went on like this rampage on YouTube and was like, and was. <laughs> vicious Appleton it was in Appleton and she goes and I went all the way to Appleton and I think about that and the thing is she's an icon because people know they have to have their candles for it to really be fall okay I actually think you're onto something because especially I think if you are us like if you no I'm sorry but like if you're in the south and you don't get what you get then the only way we can create fall is by making our house stink with like pumpkin spice and apples like like literally I think after Labor Day I went to Target and I smelled all the candles and I was like okay six feels good like yeah you're like throwing cinnamon rooms in every room those Trader Joe's cinnamon rooms yeah Yeah. everyone's choking on it yeah Life cinnamon challenge for the whole house. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fall until you're drowning. Yeah. Um, okay, that's round one. Wow. Good job, everybody. God, I'm feeling good about my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Uh, okay, I think you go. There's a different way to do it. Oh, this. yeah. What do we do next? Well, can I do the easy way? Yeah, we're going to do the easy way. We oh, let's make it hard. We, we can't snake draft here. I don't know I how don't, it works. I don't know the hard Every time the podcast does it, I don't know how. So you go. Okay. So I'm happy to go. Um, I'll pick another obvious one. It wouldn't be obvious for me, but it's the sports. And I will explain. You're going to hate me for this, too, because I'm not a sports fan. (laughs) (laughs) So I took your thing. But it's... It's strategy. That's not what we're doing. No, I'm just trying to win. No, here's why. I'm actually a basketball fan, which is a winter sport. But during the fall, 
my children and my husband watch football full time. And it's Monday, it's Thursday, it's Saturday, it's Sunday, and I can almost write an entire book (laughs) during that time. They don't talk to me until the Super Bowl. And it is heaven for me. So I'm sorry, and I know you probably like football. I actually like sports. Yeah. I I actually really do. It's fine. But I like writing. Football works for me. I really, I am shocked. I I really thought by putting sports on here, I would get to talk about sports, but you stole it. Do you want to add something to what I said about (laughs) sports? I'm still shocked that basketball is a winter sport. It is. <laughs> it is. It's indoors. That makes so much more sense. It's yeah. we eat tennis shoes. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, I like that. Ma- I like basketball. Madness is the end. Did you know that? Also. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, so it ends at spring. Listen, by the end of the night, I'm leaving straight into sports. <laughs> This is very educational programming. We're learning a lot. Um, Okay, well, sorry. It's fine. You know what I'm gonna pick? I'm gonna pick Nora Ephron movies. Oh, just to bust. Oh, that's right. That's right. In your faces. Yeah. Um, Look, I love Nora Ephron movies, and what I love about them is, yes, they are fall, but I would argue they are multi-season. So You've Got Mail has really great spring scenes. So I watch You've Got Mail every season. There's a great Christmas scene in You've Got Mail. I mean, it's very bittersweet and sad, but like I bring it out every season. When Harry Met Sally, great fall movie, also great New Year's Eve movie, because no one actually has plans on New Year's Eve. That's fake, right? We're not doing anything. Nobody actually is going to parties on New Year's Eve. We're watching When Harry Met Sally at home, right? That's what we're doing, right? That's what what we're doing, right? Uh, So Nora Ephron movies to me, uh, Sleepless in Seattle, um, even the Julia parts, yes, of Julia and Julia. I, yes, I don't really need the jewelry parts. R.I.P. She's dead. That's right. Oh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Actually, the face. It's It's okay, though, because Amy Adams is still alive. Amy Adams is still alive. Well, she's okay, right? The the room changed. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's in a state of mourning. I'm sorry. I did that. But did you also tell me that this room used to be a morgue? I did. Yeah. Yes. I love that fun fact. So let's just stay on this track. Everyone's shocked, and it's because they feel the spirit. Yeah. 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 I told Anna, Annabelle came in and was telling me things, and I was like, but guess what? This place was a morgue. She was like, sorry. What did it was? Uh, because the, the Civil War soldiers, this was their train, and this was the morgue. That's true. That's, wow. that's real. Anyway, that was a vibe shift. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well. Um, Nora Ephron movies. Yeah, so speaking of death, uh, my next pick... Uh, I'm just gonna go with Halloween because I feel like here's the thing. Even if you, even if you like don't ce- like don't celebrate Halloween, uh, depending on who I was living with uh, during October, sometimes I'd be dressed in costume. Sometimes I'd be like going to church. Um, but but I feel like you, even if you don't celebrate it, you still associate Halloween with with fall. Yes. And so so like no matter, no matter what your feelings about Halloween, it is still so so technically yeah. It's another thing that you just you cannot have Halloween. Like fall without Halloween, no matter. I see what I yeah. see the case you're building. Yes, yes, see, yeah. Like I, I watched Legally Blonde. I know how lawyers and stuff work. <laughs> case building, ammonium thylacolate. I know. Yes, I did go to hair school. No, uh, yeah, but I also and also I don't know. Like I, I think about the movie Halloween. Yeah, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Honestly, yes. Yeah. So like when I so the, is, does that also count? Like Jamie Lee Curtis. Like she's fall. Yeah. You know, like pumpkins are fall. Murder is fall. Murder is so fall. <laughs> it's it fall. Is. Yeah. If you are, if you do not know, if you don't see like a murder happening, if, you, if there are not dead bodies on the street, <laughs> when, where are the leaves changing then? <laughs> it's like Groundhog's, Groundhog's Day. This but is what fall. makes the leaves change. Exactly. Yes. yes. The bodies. Yeah. The brown. Yes. Okay. Um, we're practically scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do, I will say, I, one of the very first things I fell in love with in Thomasville, because when you run a business, like, a lot of the magic is is work, and that's okay. Like, magic is work. It's fine. Um, but 
we our very first Halloween here, the kids trick or treat downtown, the local preschools, and they do their little costume parade downtown. And I remember thinking, well, this is great. Like literally all I have to do is sit outside and pass out candy yeah. and my dog would dress up. Like, and so it was, it was the first time I felt like, oh, maybe I do live in Stars Hollow. Um, so I do love, I love Halloween trick or treating. That's a good one. All right. That's around. Do you want to tell us what we each have? Yeah, I can do a recap. I think we're halfway. Through. Yeah, we're halfway. Okay. Um, okay, so Annie's picks, no, Annabelle's picks are sorts and fall colors and leaves changing. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. That's good. Annie's picks, bouquets of newly sharpened pencils, school supplies, and Nora Ephron movies. Okay. That's good. Hunter's picks, fall scents and smells, and Halloween. Mm-hmm. We've got two rounds left. Okay, Annabelle, I'm going up. in boring. Um, I am going to say cooking. Um, you can have it. Because I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, let's all take a nap. Though. I tell you why. I, I just really love in the fall, I love a big pot on my stove, and I'm making chili the whole day, and it's bubbling. Uh, I find that during the summer, I cook outside a lot, so my house never smells like food. And I really like when my house smells like food. I really like my crock pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I will say I'm not, I, I don't mind cooking actually. Um, but I do love soup season. Mm. Um, and we do, that's one of my other favorite things uh, at the bookshop is we do soup night every first Friday in November where we, everybody on staff, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so Kindle is the reigning soup queen. Uh, and so we each make soup from a cookbook and then compete with each other and customers come and do taste tests. And it is delightful. Is there any end to the fun you have down here? <laughs> it is really fun. So, so yeah, that is pretty great. Um, okay, this is getting a little trickier. Um... Okay, I'm gonna pick sweaters. Uh, and That's I'm, a good one. And I'm gonna pick sweaters because Jordan Jones is constantly like, do we need this many sweaters when there's really no need? <laughs> like, like, there's really, but we don't need them really ever. Like, what, yeah, Tyler, like his shirt, he was like, this is perfectly fall because it's short sleeves, but it feels, it, it looks like fallen. Yeah, it looks like, like breathable fabric. Uh, but I, I just switched out my closet and I finally decided, okay, my heavy sweaters need like I can't, those are not, not necessary until maybe January if we're lucky, but like a long sleeve tee, a sweatshirt. I love a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. You know, the memes going around about like Princess Diana and her yes. sweatshirt and her biker shorts. Yeah. I love that kind of, yeah. I love that kind of weather. I love, I love, I won't do it. I'm not going to say it, but I do love sweater weather. Pronounce the appropriate way, not the SNL way, which gets on my nerves. Uh, so I, yeah, I do love sweaters and I wish I had a reason to wear them. I think I need to just travel more or something. Yeah, that's a really good pick too, though. Like it's yeah, it's funny. I'm wearing like a knit, a knit tank top Uh, on September 30th. Yeah, Yeah. which is so it's so funny too because like to me, you know, I'm wearing this with like these like little shorts, and I feel like this is probably what like a stripper would wear like during winter. You know, like this is like this is like the winter attire where you like go into like I don't know Bucky's or I don't know what they're I don't know I don't know like I I don't leave my house I don't know you know. That's like that's like busy bee, I guess. Busy bee is the Florida version. There we go. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like that's where the, that's where they all work, right? Busy bee, like you get gas and you can see it now. Yeah. Uh, so my next pick is um, I'm going with fall reading. This is also this is also very targeted. I think like you said, like this is a very southern thing because if you live in a normal place, you you get all the seasons. Yeah. But because we don't get the seasons, we do get to open up these books and and read these really great. Uh, like I think. Uh, Practical Magic is a really fun book for like that vibe of like witchery and and there's this beautiful scene where she describes this guy with like it's almost like indigo purpley type thing and it feels like fall colors in the sky it's very beautiful um, and so it does it feels it feels very transportive and I think that if you that's the thing too, right? Is if you're a fall person, if you love fall and you want to be like fall all year long, you can just read the fall books all year long, and yeah. then you can just like exist in fall forever. Um, and so I think that it is. I'm trying to like build my case, but I'm like, you know, but like, yeah, I think I, but I think in secret history, right? Like these oh. secret history. I was thinking, what was the book you recommended? Playing the playing witch the witch card. Yeah. So that feels like seasonal reading to me. Yeah. Um, you again, which is like a when Harry met Sally inspired yes. romantic comedy. I bought it today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's just, they really do transport you. And they're, yeah. what is your favorite reading season? Because you're an avid reader. What's your favorite? I actually, 
probably fall because yeah. I like because it's not it's it's cool enough to where I can kind of enjoy and also this is gonna sound so weird I love short stories in the fall I don't know why hmm. but I think it's just this feeling of like it's like talking about change and like renew all that stuff it's like I like the fact that you just turn the page and it's like a, the same book a whole new story I don't know why but I like that feeling that's, 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 that's interesting so yeah. what yeah. can I say if, if that wins you over to my team no I, I really think fall's your season yeah, I mean, I know you're all the seasons, but I think falls are. Seasons. I think about yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I do think fall reading is your. I, I and I also I told somebody the other day I said it's also my time when I want to tackle longer books. Yes. Bleak House excluded, as we have discussed this weekend. <laughs> uh, but like, I want a book that's a little bit longer that I can hunker down with. Yes. Um, or I want a short story collection or a. Um, Faster paced book that I can read during halftime or commercial breaks as my favorite sports. Because you like sports. <laughs> oh, which is I, what I would have said if I got sports. I thought you were gonna say that you can yeah. read at halftime of Bleak House. Like oh. it's like these little play like, in between. One of these days we're gonna finish that book. We're almost done. <laughs> we're almost done. We're yeah. so close. Um okay. Is this the last round? Last, last round. I don't oh, well. I'm trying to think what's left. Alright, do okay. we need to say what's left? Yeah, yeah I can say what's yeah. left. It's Thanksgiving flannel. Okay. And outdoorsy. Things. Oh, outdoorsy things. By process of elimination. Wait, was that it? Oh, there's only three of us. Three. Yeah, there's only three of us. I'm picking Thanksgiving because I'm not going outdoors. <laughs> but I, I love Thanksgiving for all the reasons that everybody loves Thanksgiving. Getting everybody together, giving thanks, all of it. I also think Thanksgiving is so hilarious because of the two weeks you spend. Shopping, planning, polishing, setting. The 10 minutes that people spend eating that food. The meal that you, the only meal you'll ever make with 17 vegetables. I mean, this is the most absurd holiday. And then the next day, we're all supposed to get up early and shop or something. I don't, it's just so, it's so American. It is like, so yeah. American. It really is like all, the sum of all of our sins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. And then the, the morning after Thanksgiving every year, I try to get my Christmas tree because I'm really excited. You're ready to put it up. But my husband won't, and then we have a thing. So. <laughs> it's an annual It's, it's, an annual it's our fight. annual fight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do, love, um, I do love Thanksgiving so much, and I love it for the reasons you said. Again, it is different for me now because the next day we're back at work. And so that is a right. different. Um, but I'll never forget traveling with Jordan for Thanksgiving and realizing his family always traveled on Thanksgiving, so they never had leftovers. Oh. And I thought, how do you survive without a turkey sandwich the next day? Like, that's the whole point, is cold turkey the next day. And you wake up starving yeah. because you ate so much the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Your stomach's expanded. I think yeah. leftovers are half the fun of Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Maybe that's just me. Cold mashed potatoes the next day. Um, okay. Ooh. I am, okay. I am going to go with flannel. Um, All right. Because <laughs> flannel actually is doable here. Uh, sweaters, not so much. Flannel, you can do. Uh, that's the, I don't know how to win people over to my side with flannel. Uh, some people use flannel sheets, but that comes later. Uh, don't use flannel sheets right now. Uh, if you live down here, that's absurd. Uh, what else? Is there anything else about flannel? Luke Danes. Luke Danes. Luke Danes wears flannel. Uh, yes. Thank you. That's good. Uh, handsome men wear flannel. Handsome men wear yes. flannel. Mount bachelors. Yes. 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 Okay. Flannel men. Flannelly handsome. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. It's it's my favorite thing that's happened since I've been here. I've heard it three times today, <laughs> and it is, it's guys. a term that I'm going to take with me forever. Yes, I, I know. I know the blandly. Okay. Yeah, blandly handsome men. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, it's this a thing. So All right. Fun. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to I'm, Bookshelf Culture. I love being here. It's so funny. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to choose the outdoorsy. Uh, me too. Things because and I was and I was like settling for flannel because I thought oh like I have a crush who wears flannel and I can win people over by telling like pouring my heart out about this like crush. very attractive person who wears has a beard and wears flannel. Uh, <laughs> I was prepared, but it's okay. <laughs> I, I just okay. I thought about outdoorsy things, but I feel like I like that later when I can like put a beanie on and pretend that I live somewhere like. And, and this is a funny story. Hay rides are one of the examples on here. Uh -huh. And my, this is, is this going to be the most redneck thing I say? Like, uh, because my, so my birthday is in February and my dad used to have a truck and I would have a slumber party every year on my birthday. And my dad would drive us around in the back of his truck and call it Hayless Hay Rides. And it was the best thing. 
wasn't invited to this. <laughs> the truth comes out. Payless hay rides were like an annual tradition, so I don't associate hay rides with the fall. I associate them with my birthday. That's so weird. That is hilarious. Okay, well now I have now that you've like discouraged people from like it's like it's like oh outdoorsy things aren't for fall. No, they are. They are. are. Think about everything you do outside during the fall. Think about how you have to rake the leaves, how you have to take your children or yourself trick or treating. Uh, Think about how you you know you like you have to drink outside so your children don't see you. You have to yeah. smoke your cigarettes outside so your children don't see you. Bonfires. There's pumpkin bon- patch. Pumpkin patch. The, corn, the, maze. corn maze. Hay maze. Hiking. Hiking. You have to do that. There's, the thing is, like, listen, if you're not, like, you're going to walk outside right now and you're going to be outside in the fall. So don't pretend otherwise. I've just won because you're all outside at all the time. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. You want me over. We drafted. We all right, all right. Shall I do a recap? Yes, and then, wait, here. so she'll recap, and then y'all vote. So you're gonna clap loudest for whoever you think created the most perfect fall. After, after I recap. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. So Annabelle's recap. Annabelle had sports, cooking, fall colors and leaves changing, and Thanksgiving. Annie B. Jones had bouquets of newly sharpened pencils, Nora Ephron movies, Flannel and sweaters. Too much. It's too much attire. Close. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not a well-rounded Annabelle list. threw everybody's strategy off tonight. Yes, she did. <laughs> I come to win. Hunter, shelf by shelf, had fall scents and smells, Halloween, fall reading, and outdoorsy things. I mean, come on. People okay. like Halloween. Okay. Applause for Annabelle, please. Time will tell. Applause for Annie B. Jones. Yeah. Applause for Hunter. I cannot believe. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. The underdog. You know what? The misogyny. You all hate women. You hate yourselves. I am proud of you all. Thank you. Oh, that's so nice. Hunter, you're the king of fall. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is that it for our, our draft? I'm that was a snake draft. That was it for our draft. Uh, now we are going to do a Q&A. We have some questions that the audience, uh, our reader retreaters, gave us last night. So we're going to start with those, and then we're going to open it up. And then I also have filler questions in case it gets too awkward. So. <laughs> Such a good plan. Okay. <laughs> First audience question, Annabelle, I'm going to ask you first, but I would love to hear from all three of you. Do you have a favorite place in the fall to read a book? Yes. I have a little porch off the back of my house that looks out into the orange forest, and there is a couch kind of situation there, and I'd lie down there with a warm blanket and my dog. Wow, you are just like a no, woodland, I really, woodland fairy. I really like the fall, I'll tell you. Yes. And you say she's like a woodland, she's a woodland fairy? She, her house is, I'm like a what now? Oh, she's you're a woodland, you said you live in the woods, your house is made of glass, you have a back porch situation. There's wood to it, it's not you, totally glass. Yeah. Are you a fairy? You guys, I think I might be representing myself as a total weirdo. <laughs> But my dog is like heavy and hot too, so he's nice as a mm-hmm. as a blanket. That's good. That's My answer is on my couch in front of the Seminoles playing football. <laughs> wow, oh. I, I rode hayless hay rides as a child. Can you tell? <laughs> Simplicity is key. My like, I have a place, but I I can't ever go back to it. But it was, it's the, it's the first place that Tyler and I ever lived together. Uh, There was like, it was the fall, and I read, um, I read Monkeys, a short story collection, composite novel type thing by Susan Mina. It's about these, uh, this family who. The, the mother passes away, and I remember reading that one fall, and I it's the, the it was the first time in my life that it really felt like I was 
just like reading during like the fall season. And I always think about that every time I read during this time of year. And it's, it, it, and I just kind of picture myself in that space and it like brings me all back. Wow. Well, my answer was crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. That's all right. You can do the next one. Okay. Annie B. Jones. Okay. What, it feels so weird to say every single time. What is a book you would shove into a stranger's hand to recommend they read? Okay, um, this is hard because that's different from like what's your favorite book or um, I will say, I'll say one that I said earlier today that is one of my favorite backlist titles. So reader retreaters will be familiar with it, but um, Francis and Bernard is a beautiful backlist novel. Um, it is fictional, uh, letter, it's epistolary novel, so it's fictional letters uh, between Francis and Bernard uh, who are based on Flannery O'Connor and Robert Lowell and their real life friendship. And so they're writing letters back and forth about faith and life and they love one another, but it's not necessarily romantic love, it's platonic love. And yeah, maybe they might flirt a little bit, but really it's just that they love each other's minds. Um, and I think they love each other's souls. Um, and it's a short little paperback, nobody ever talks about it. And so I said earlier, it's like that hidden treasure that you find at an indie bookstore that you don't really see anywhere else and um, you might pick it up on a whim. Um, but that is the one that if somebody comes in and they're like, give me a book I've never heard of or never read about, I would, I would that's the closest I would come to shoving. Okay, I have questions. Can I just, <laughs> do they ever meet? They have, yes, they have met in real, is like, there going to be a kiss? No. <laughs> I don't know. Sermon by Jamie Quattro. Now which you're is talking. The same thing, but they have an affair, and it's very sexual. Oh. <laughs> is there something in between? No, 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 no. no. Fire Sermon is so good. Fire Sermon is so good. So good. Fire Sermon. Yes, Fire. by okay. Jamie Quattro. It's fantastic. Okay, I'm getting good recommendations today. Yeah. We read Fire Sermon together for the podcast, yeah. and we loved it. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, and I, I actually I was just I reread it the other day, yeah, and beautiful. I was like, it is still just as. I good was as able as to convince Jamie Quattro to come here. I to Thomasville, yeah, and it was fantastic. Um, but I, uh, Patreon and reader retreaters know it's the one shelf subscription I mailed out, and somebody mailed it back to me because it was it was too much for them, too spicy. And, yeah, too spicy, and they definitely let me too know. many chili peppers. Yes. <laughs> so, do you not have a book that you like push to people? Yeah. Like, do you have a book you shove? Um, I really have to think this through. Um, I make everybody, any stranger, read The Sweet Spot by Amy Popel. Oh, um, like that's her. one of my favorite. I've been mispronouncing books. so many mispronounced names. Oh, no, mind. I used to say Popple. That's what I, I think then, I say Popple. And then I, she said it in front of me one day, and she probably said it deliberately in front of me. You know how you do that? So you just be like, it's not Monaghan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Anyways, I think that book, if, and if you guys haven't read that book, it is just full of joy and smart people getting together for a totally pointless reason <laughs> and wonderful things happen. It's amazing. You know, I, it's so funny. I think the one that I, uh, actually, and I read, I read this book during the fall season was um, How to Write an Autobiographical Novel by Alexander Chee, the essay yeah. collection. I also read his first novel, Edinburgh, around the same time. And it, I think they're both like really good for fall. They're, uh, but the essay collection, I think, is one that most everyone can find some enjoyment in. Um, they're just very thoughtful and, and beautifully written. Um, I think all of his work is beautifully written. Um, but I also, it's so funny because I'm talking about shoving books in people's hands. Annie has been like the best for like every single book that is probably a favorite of mine has been a book that I like she's either recommended uh, to me specifically or I've just seen her read it and been like, oh well I have to read it because she had five stars. I, I don't think it's just you. I mean, oh I, no, no, no. I think, no, that's, no, no. I think that's part of the success. Yes. Yes. But that's the thing though, is that like she, she this is part of her gift though, is making it feel so is making it feel so individual uh, to every single person and it's, it is. It, yes, it is. It yeah, is. that is a gift. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Thanks, guys. That was beautiful. <laughs> so kind. Do we do another question after that? <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Oh, does anybody have, was that it from the, yeah, that's it okay. from the audience. Does so anybody in the audience have a question they'd like to ask Annabelle or all three of us, four of us, whatever? Anybody? Yeah. Chantel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, since we're here to celebrate independent bookstores, Yay. putting the bookshelf aside, 
know that that's the answer to this question. <laughs> if you could describe your ideal independent bookstore, what does that look like? Is there a cat, a dog, is there a <laughs> What does the lighting look like? How are the shelves organized? I'd like a bar. <laughs> <laughs> in the evening and there's just sort of a bar where people can sit. I don't, I mean, this works. Um, I, I think that would be nice. There's a, a book bar in Asheville, North Carolina, I want to say. Yeah. Um, Everything cools in Asheville yeah. these days. That's what they're telling me. Uh, it's so funny. I like, yeah, the answer is the bookshelf. I've been to many independent bookstores uh, over the past couple of years and the bookshelf has continued. Like I went to, I went to visit New York and New Jersey last year and I went to many bookstores and I remember that like everyone was sick of me especially at the bookstores so I was like oh my gosh if you guys went to my bookstore at like the hometown it is like it's called the bookshelf in Thomasville it's so beautiful you would be like obsessed with if you went because it's like amazing like and like I, I was at Bookstar Magic and I was I was like I like you know MS drop and I'm like I'm like the bookshelf in Thomasville let me tell you um, which like that's the thing I'm like I'm like an uber fan like I literally have gone to other I've gone to signings at other bookstores this is like so rude of me and like this is part of the reason why I, I, I do not work I'm not I'm not directly I'm not directly affiliated with the bookshop to be clear. I'm just but like, I've gone to other bookstores uh, for signings with my bookshelf bag of my purchase to like sign the book um, because I'm just a dedicated fan. But no, but I would like um, but I would like uh, I, I love bookstores that have a lot of translated literature and a lot of like really tiny little gems like uh, Francis and Bernard and stuff like that. So like that that's any type of bookstore has those that's really exciting for me. Uh, I actually have an answer for this <laughs> uh, because I would love a bookstore with uh, lower overhead, uh, and, so, <laughs> uh, and so I really would love a bookmobile. And there is a bookstore, and I would drive it Highway 98 because uh, 30A has enough. And so I would park at St. George Island, Port St. Joe, which does have a, an uh, Apalachicola has a beautiful little bookstore, but like that's what I would do. Uh, and then I would also, there's a great store, I've never seen it, but I follow them on Instagram called 20 Stories. And they were in LA and now they're in Rhode Island, I want to say, and they pick 20 books every month and that's it. And the whole point is how highly curated it is. And I'm assuming then like they return, you know, January's books and stock 20 new titles for February. And I think that is so original and interesting. And I would love nothing more than to drive my little bookmobile up Highway 98 and sell books. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yes. Yeah. So good. If you got cash, let me know. <laughs> Uh, okay, wait, I thought I think we had another question somewhere over here. Yeah. No, oh. ask it. What kind of dog do you have? <laughs> Me? We talked about the dog. Oh, I'd love to talk about my dog. <laughs> guys, how long is this podcast? <laughs> no, I have a, um, a mutt that I adopted. And the day that I got him, I took him to the vet, and the vet said, I have never seen a dog like this. This is no dog. <laughs> there is no breed of dog that this is. It's all the dogs. So he's just a little, he's 14 pounds, he's little, he sheds, he's got long hair, but he's, no one knows what he is. He's the mystery dog. What's his name? Uh, so that's the other problem. So we got him, and we panicked while we were naming him. Someone, I think it was the youngest, said, let's call him Apollo, which is the dumbest name for a dog. For a little dog, it's so dumb. So we're all embarrassed to say it. We don't even say it. We just call him Pup. Okay. Hey, Pup. Because his name is so stupid. That's my dog. Do you want to tell us about your dog? Yeah, I do. Uh, yes, uh, we got a golden retriever puppy earlier this year. I was anti-puppy, uh, said no puppy. I don't know if I should tell the sad stories on this podcast, but we had waited to get a dog for a long time. We had a dog. She died in 2017, and we loved her so much, Jeannie B. Jones, and it was hard to get over her. And then we finally were like, we're going to get a dog. And so December, we had been looking, you know, overthinking, two overthinkers in a marriage, super fun. And uh, so we had overthought it for months. And then Jordan's aunt was like, hey, I found a, a puppy, or two puppies. Um, they're rescues. Like, uh, would you like when she sent us pictures? We were like, you know what? We're not puppy people. But yes, we, we are going to take a risk. It'll be like a Christmas present to ourselves. Uh, we were so excited. We said yes. The next day we got a text. The puppy had died. Uh, so we were like, we'll save the other puppy. Like, we'll take the sibling. And the next day, that puppy died. <gasps> yeah. This, these are, this is true. I'm sorry, guys. We've just lost all our lives. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is terrible. 
Okay, so then we did a rescue dog, and I wanted an adult dog, because that's what we had before, and so I was like, let's get an adult uh, rescue dog, and it was like the nicest dog. We did all the things. We did all the things you're supposed to do, like the home visit, the site visit, like we came to him, he came to us. <laughs> it's not funny. It's awful. He died. Did he die? He didn't die, but he, but he did lunge at me when he came to stay with us, and Jordan was not home, and I was a prisoner in my own home, and we locked ourselves in the bedroom and put cameras around our dining room where he stayed, and then Jordan, like, left out cheese to, like, try to entice him to come be friends with us, and we played classical music for anxious dogs, and that lasted for three days, and then we were like, we, I don't think we're his people. And so then... This is nuts. <laughs> and so then my mom found us this puppy in Cairo, and we uh, went, and he was the last one available. We adopted him. He was like this little puff ball. It was adorable. His name is Sam Malone. He is five months old, and he's at obedience school right now, uh, right up the road, it's because I want him to be our shop dog. So it's gonna be so fun. Wait, but now, like, I feel like it's so fun. Like, you, you, like, I can tell, like, the people who have kids. I, I can't have kids now because I know I'll be insufferable. Because I'm, like, I'm like, you guys talked about your children. I want to talk about mine. Yeah, you're like, well, it's funny because, like, well, it's funny because I was thinking, I was like, oh, I have a funny dog story because I, when I was younger, we, uh, my granny would get me a dog for like a week, and then she'd be like, it's too much. We're getting rid of it, and it happened like eight or nine times. No. And then, yeah, it was terrible. And then uh, I, my mom had like eight dogs that she'd like saved over a couple years and then this is not this is sad but like my stepdad like shot and killed them all and so, then, and so I was like very, and so I was very like anti-dog I was very like I was like oh no not doing that you and I and, are vibe killers I know we're terrible we're I was like, more I, I thought I was like Annie said that it's fine no but so then like Tyler my husband he was, like we were like we were, we'd only been dating for six months we just moved in together and, and he was like what do you think about the idea of a dog and I was like oh like maybe one day and he sends me a picture of this ugly, ugly rat-looking thing. It looked like a sewer rat, and I was like, I'm like, what is this? And he's like, and he's like, well, she's she has mange. She was found in a ditch, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, I don't want that, because um, like, no. And then he, and then I, I went to go meet her, and she ran away from me, and I was like, well, this is terrible. Um, and then, and then she and I were like left alone to our own devices, for like for like several, like on several different occasions, and then we slowly, begrudgingly bonded, and and now we spend most of our time like wrestling, and she's she's like literally like like eight pounds, and and we like wrestle and fight and throw each other around. Um, so it's like this like tiny little like almost chihuahua sized dog that looks like a true little rat, but it's like very long haired, and then me at like six three and a half, just like charging. Um, and the, yeah, but she's like really, her name's Willow. She's very cute. She doesn't oh, remain anonymous anymore. I know. Oh! I know. Sorry, Willow. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be like like uh, reported by uh, witness protection programs for the dog. Doggy. Yeah. She's fine. She's okay. Oh, that is such a good visual. Um, okay. Any more? Any closing questions? We've got a couple more minutes. If you have any about. Yes. So this is our in Los Angeles um, and we went to the beach all the time Uh, we would go we would wake up on Christmas morning open our presents go to church and go to the beach beach. we were always at the beach and I didn't live on the beach I had to drive to the beach but we were there all the time Um, and when I when I go home like if I get off the plane at LAX I can feel the salt on my skin the minute I'm off that plane it is the, the, the feeling of being in the ocean and looking out and there's nothing as far as you can see, it's just, it's like the, the infinite possibilities of the universe. Um, and I compare it to a lake. 
which feels so safe and so contained. Yes. And in some sense, as I get older, I kind of like a lake. Like, I do like the idea of that. Like, wow, everything's really complicated. Could we just be a lake? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I had, I had that experience yeah. of just being at the beach. And being at the beach for like 10 hours. Yeah. Like, my mom would drop me off and go yes. to work. And I would just be at the beach. <laughs> we our, like, I, 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 there was so much connectivity for me in that book having grown up at a beach and just having it been a part of my um, not even knowing as a young person just problem resolution just going out there riding my bike clearing my head and being able to come back into my family and be a real person instead of an angry teenager right. or whatever was happening at the moment it was a way to just cleanse all that and it, it was just a beautiful reflection I love that. And I think also in, in our generation, when we could go to the yes. beach and go be someplace, right. and we, you're just disconnected because you're not with whoever it was that was upsetting you. Right. But now that person's right, you know, right. on your and screen, you're and your it's, in your phone or whatever. it's just so much harder. It's a completely different, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for reading and for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Any final questions? Thank you guys so much. This has been a delight. I loved it. This was so fun. <laughs>
From the Front Porch is a weekly podcast production of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in Thomasville, Georgia. You can follow The Bookshelf's daily happenings on Instagram at bookshelftville, and all the books from today's episode can be purchased online through our store website, bookshelfthomasville.com. A full transcript of today's podcast episode can be found at fromthefrontporchpodcast.com. Special thanks to Studio D Podcast Production for production of From the Front Porch and for our theme music, which sets the perfect warm and friendly tone for our Thursday conversations. Our executive producers of today's episode are Cammie Tidwell, Chantal Carl, Kate O'Connell, Kristen May, Linda Lee Drost, Martha, Stacy Lau, Chanta Combs, Stephanie Dean, Ashley Farrell, Nicole Marcy, Wendy Jenkins, Ari Johnson, Susan Eulings. Thank you all for your support of From the Front Porch. If you'd like to support From the Front Porch, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your input helps us make the show even better and helps us reach new listeners. All you have to do is open up the podcast app on your phone, look for From the Front Porch, scroll down until you see Write a Review and tell us what you think. Or if you're so inclined, support us over on Patreon, where we have three levels of support. Each level has an amazing number of benefits like bonus content, access to live events, discounts, and giveaways. Just go to patreon.com forward slash from the front porch. We're so grateful for you and we look forward to meeting back here next week.